welcome everyone to our podcast for today, Footy Fantasy Podcast. Um, I'm excited about today, as you can probably tell based on the shirt I'm wearing. But uh, we'll jump into things uh, really quickly. My name is EJ, and I'm your host today. And I'll introduce our guest. I'll start with Yami. Yami is a Manchester United fan. Say hi to the good people out there. Hi. Hi, hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. And then we have Henry. Henry is another Arsenal fan. Say hello. And finally, Ryan, Liverpool fan. All right, all right, all right. So <laughs> um, before I go any further, you can follow us on our social media pages. Um, this um, broadcast will be, it's actually currently broadcasted on YouTube as I speak. Follow us at Footy Fantasy. Um, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're everywhere. You know, we're doing big things, so just keep following us. All right, we're going to jump right in. Marquee match of the weekend, Arsenal-Liverpool at the Emirates Stadium. I just want to jump right in, and I'll start with our guest, Ryan. What were the key takeaways, um, key talking points, man of the match, everything? What do you think about the match today? Hello? Yeah. No, we can't hear you again. Try again. Yeah, he's gone mute again. We can't hear you. Yeah. Okay, since I can't hear Ryan, I'm gonna to go to Harry. So, Harry, can you hear me? <laughs> let's, let's let you jump, and you're on mute now. You can talk. Uh, unmute yourself. Okay, I can hear you. Okay. I wonder if it's gonna... So, do you want me to proceed or? Yeah, go want... ahead. I'll be fix Ryan. Okay. So yeah, I think the match was um, very interesting um, for me. Um, I'll be very honest. Going into the match, the only thing I knew was that there was just going to be a lot of goals, as as it is with a lot of times when Arsenal play Liverpool. There's usually it's usually um, traumatic, it's usually eventful, and, and one thing is there's always goals. Um, so I was a little, I was confident that that was going to happen. Fifty fifty, I I knew Arsenal. I couldn't honestly say Arsenal had a complete advantage. Because it, it's it's always just been with Liverpool. They just had our numbers. Within the past few encounters, we've always had. Um, so, you know, if I'm being honest, I didn't think... I honestly, I honestly thought a draw today, a draw against City, that's still good for us, right? Um, we'll, you know, we'll probably end up being like, you know, second or something going into the um, break. But um, I was really, really impressed again. Um, because for me, I've been very... Um, cautious when it comes to Arsenal. I, um, even though it seems like we're turning a corner um, and I'm seeing a lot of um, a lot of um, like the, there's a change in mentality with this team, right? Meaning like a team scores now and literally we go right back at it. 
um, and and we get our we get goals back. So I actually thought today was going to be a draw. I'm a little bit surprised we won, um, and I'm just glad with the results. I, I again, I'm uh, you know Atata is doing a great job with this team, and I just hope you know we can see through to, um, all through to the end of the season. Good, um, good points. Uh, I'm going to take this comment really quickly. It's from our good doctor in the group, Ryan Murray Bruce. Get this over with. Title race is gone. The top four is our target at this point. And then he goes on to say, EJ, you can't hear us from so far above us anyway, which is probably true. And someone here says, the people I need are not on here. I'm not sure which fan. Oh, I think this may be an Arsenal fan because they come here and they say, where are the Liverpool noisemakers? So I think they're expecting other Liverpool fans. Like I said, we don't usually play mess around with Brian in the group. He's one of the nice Liverpool fans, so no one wants to attack him today. But that's that's okay. And then, oh, someone said, well, I guess they're trying. I guess this is us. This is Iger, I think. We're serving Anfield grilled wings today. Ha, ha, ha. Okay, okay. Well, I do want to echo, um, Ryan, say something, see if we can hear you yet. Still can't hear you. Please cook Ryan. Oh, wow. Okay. All right, all right. I'm going to add to what Harry said. I think I will actually speak for Ryan. How about that? I'm just kidding. I won't. Um, um, so for me, I agree with you, Henry. I think for me going into the match, I was, it wasn't like last weekend, I was sure we would beat Spurs because, you know, we usually beat them at home. This week I was very, we just haven't beaten Liverpool. I think we've done that. They said they showed the stats today. It was out of 14 games, one time, four draws, nine, nine losses. So there was no, like, I was not sure. I didn't have any confidence. I thought we could do a good showing, you know, put out a good team and play, but I just wasn't sure at all. And I think you could see by the game that it was close. I think it was a pretty close game. It was good to watch, but um, the first half after we scored our first goal, um, after we scored our first goal and they came back, we pretty much led them in the game and they were dominating for like it felt like 30 minutes in the first half, and then we we scored went out, went ahead again, and then eventually. And eventually we, you know, they tied us, they pegged us back again. Just little things that keep happening to Arsenal. But like Henry said, you know, they peg us back, we go back and we, we score again. And um, people I know on Twitter were talking about the, the penalty. They didn't really like the penalty. They thought a penalty, penalty should have been called against us with the ball to hand thing that occurred with Gabrielle in the box. You know, like I say, or like people have told me, they said, EJ, stop complaining. These things happen. I just wanted to see it happen for my team. I was actually very clear. I wasn't like, I didn't want equal, I didn't want the referees to be perfect. I wanted them to be equal opportunity. Give me these calls as well. So I'm happy to see them call these thing, kind of things for us, you know, soft penalties. I think those are like top of the league privileges that we never really benefit for, benefited from before and we're benefiting from them today. And, you know, that was just good. That was good for us as a team to get that monkey off our backs, the Liverpool jinx, whatever you want to call it. Even when we beat them 2-0, no one was happy about that. That was COVID. Or was it 2-1 maybe? Maybe it was 2-1. That was COVID period. And, you know, no one really cared about that. 
but this time we're good. So I'm happy about that. All right, Ryan, you said your signal was shocking. You still can't talk? Well, wow. Okay. Yeah, we can't hear you. So, all right. Um, yeah, I mean, did you have anything to say about the match that you saw? Uh, is it the Liverpool match? Yeah, we're still on Liverpool Arsenal. <clears throat> yeah, I I watched a little bit of the of the game today. I can't lie, but I just want to talk in general about the achievement. Can anybody hear me? We can hear you now. Okay, okay. I'm a Man U fan. I don't know how, you know, how, just I like to say this, but I'm actually happy <laughs> with this guy, uh, with how this and you guys have been doing so far. Like this, and a lot of people shout Saka, 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 but I think Martinelli, mm-hmm. as he has been a revelation for you guys. And then, like you guys, left side, left side, left side of the field, you have this this a triangle walking, which is being like the joker for you guys. Chechenko, Saka, and Martinelli. That place has been like you people's major major weapon. So this, I give Ateta uh, good hype for that because he has actually done a real good job. I mean, this it took him time, of course, but like he is bringing the best out of the young kids there. And then I'm not happy to say this, but like he's really, really done a good job. I don't want to hype him up so much. I'm a Manchester United fan, and I know that like this, and they are like our major rivals. But like, but like, it's what I'm seeing right now is actually scary. It's like you guys' mentality is different. The way you people fight for the ball, the way you people play, it's just like what it just it's just like what this in DJ said. You guys go down. And then your heads are not down. You guys actually have a belief that you can actually win the game, even after going down, which is good, good praise for you guys as well. So, yeah, that's where it ends for me. Okay. Someone has to take a few comments. Confidence won't kill EJ. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah. Sure, why not? And then it was the master class of Arteta's selection for me that gave me confidence. I was worried not to see Zinni. Zinchenko. But like I told my mates, a win will showcase Arteta's masterclass. I even went on to tell them KT comes on second half. The team is brand new. Liverpool played very dirty, but it was at the Emirates. Winky face. Left is more than our weapon. There are surprises every part of the team. I am so happy this year. No pressure on any specific player to score. We the Arsenal. True. And then this last one says, Arsenal is different, Shao. Just unfortunate is the World Cup year. So I guess his point is that we will suffer going into the World Cup, even though I think we will not because I think the only few players going to the World Cup are our goalkeeper. And, well, they're going to get call-ups. I think after this, we're going to see a lot of call-ups. Um, Saka is going to the World Cup. Um, Pati is Martino. going to the World Cup, right? Martinelli didn't play for the last Brazilian international game. But I think I really think Edu did something and made sure none of our Brazilian team members went to the World Cup, um, to the last international friend. So Jesus, Martinelli, and Gabriel, neither of them went. But like I said, I think that's just 
I think Jesus is going to go to the World Cup. I just go see how they leave him out. But they have other people that can do the winger thing. I think they have Rafinha or some, you know, other players that Martelli may not have to go. And they'll see him as a 21-year-old. They'll say he has another World Cup somewhere, like five years, four years down the line. But yeah, I think we're good. It's Man City that has to worry. Except for our friend Haaland, who doesn't go to the World Cup. Because their team is going to the World Cup. So, ain't no problem there. But yeah. Um, I wanted to point out something that someone said, but I can't remember. Um, it may be Arteta's masterclass selection. Yeah, I think even, yeah, Tomiyasu, that one came out of left field. I was like, where is Tierney? I didn't know Zinchenko was unfit. Um, Tierney was obviously on the bench. So we don't know why Tomiyasu, who's usually a right back, and we know he can play along the back line. I didn't know why he was playing left back. But then we saw his performance today. Silence, um, Salah. I think Salah was so quiet. He had his moments, obviously, but no. For the most part, he was quiet. So those are things that, okay, maybe Arteta saw something. It was very tactical, right? Because that's not our usual left-back, and our A left-back was fit. So I think, yeah. And Trent, we're just going to go to the next question. Because um, that's about Trent. Trent Alexander, is his attacking production worth the defensive frailties? Hmm. Oh. Today, I didn't really see much attacking production from Trent. And, I mean, before he went down and had to leave the game in halftime, I think this question was just designed because we, we thought that he would be influential on the game. I would say he was not too influential on the game. In fact, the goal came from his side. So maybe he was more liable. I, would you say he was liable for that first goal? The first goal was at 50-something minutes, 50-something seconds. I'm not sure. What do you think, Harry? Uh, not really. I mean, I, I not really. I, I just think um, it's all it's unfortunate for players like Trent, right? And the reason why I say it's unfortunate for players like Trent is he has two major things going against him. One is that he picks early, mm. right? He, I mean, at at, at his peak. This guy is untouchable. Like when he's in in fine form, Trent is the best. And then a lot of his defenses lapses, he makes it he makes up for it offensively, right? So even because because Liverpool most of the time had the possession, so you were we were not exposed cons, you know consistently to see his defensive frailties. So now that's the opposite, right? They're not having those good spells anymore, right? And now teams are starting to challenge them more and you know there's no yeah there's still the fear factor but it's not as two three years ago when you're like you already know this cause like even before you play Liverpool you're already like deflated so it's almost like that that belief is not you know there anymore and then obviously the second part of it is just you know what he's he's a British player right yeah so you know the hype machines with most of the British players that also you know hasn't helped his cause because there's like crazy expectations as opposed to you know letting him follow the usual progression that every young player should follow so I, I think at some point you know that that um that pressure is getting to him and you know and then injuries right your little nibble injuries here and there is it you know, look remember what happened to Bellerin right when Bellerin was one of the best things that we ever had and all of a sudden this injury set in and then he made him look ordinary even with his speed and everything he became on so i think that's just 
what what he's going through now. I believe in time he might be able to make you know make a turn. Um, <coughs> he he will bounce back. I, I mean, I think he will bounce back. But yeah, obviously now his defensive lapses are just being exposed consistently. And I mean, yeah, you're right. He picks he he picked pretty early. He was really I mean, he's only 24. We act like he's down the hill. He really is only about 24, maybe even younger. Um, but yeah, I was gonna ask her this question: Where does Liverpool go from here? Where like because now they're I, I believe they're still on 10 points and they may be 12th place. I think so. They're like. Actually, I think they're 10th place. They're not 12th place because Everton didn't lose. Everton didn't win today. So they're 10th place. What? They're 10th place, 10 points, and they're, we're 24. So they're 14 points behind us and maybe about, where, where is City? Um, City's 23. So 13 points behind City. And that's it. I still, in my mind, I still keep City as the top of the league. I call us we're placeholders right now. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so City's top of the league. You're 13 points behind City. And we know last season they were 14 points by December. They're, they were able to overcome that. But what I'm seeing now is that they're playing well. They're not playing bad. And they're still losing games or drawing games. So should they be concerned? Where is, you know, what's what should they be doing about Klopp? Should Klopp's job be on the line? Is he seven years in? Is he, should we be looking at fresh ideas, newer ideas? What do you guys think? I don't think his job should be on the line. Uh, uh, you know, but also to answer your answer your initial question about Trent, you brought up some great points. Uh, great points, Mister DJ. You know, but you know, but go down to the beginning. Trent is initially a midfielder, converted to a right back due to needs and wants. When he was playing right back, everybody knew that he had some decent defensive lapses in his game. It has been there from Jump Street. No, but what helped him was the system and the players he was playing with that were in form. Van Dijk was mad in form. You had a younger, you had a younger, what's his name? You know, their captain. Um, Henderson? Henderson. Henderson was a lot younger. Uh, you had uh, uh, this guy, Van Melen was younger. Everybody around them was younger. Salah was in serious form. You had Mane that was in form. You had Firmino in form. Then later, Thiago came in form. Then he went out. Fabino came in form. Matip in form. Robertson was in form. So teams generally were just afraid to actually come there and come and play and press high. So guess what you do? When you get on the field, you sit back. Align those spaces on the right wing just for Trent to now whip, whip those crosses in. But now we are now seeing that it's not the same thing as before. Mina has lost form. Henderson has lost form. Van Dijk is not the same Van Dijk. Matip is, Matip is in and out of the starting lineup due to whatever. Robertson is not the same Robertson. Thiago is in and out of the starting lineup. Fabinho is in and out of the starting lineup due to form and whatever. The team is not clicking as it used to, which means every this means listen, every floor, every floor like in Trent's game is being revealed to the whole world to see. You get my point? So that is the reason. So now this thing, the way now, the way up, the way up for them is just time. They just have to pray that most of these guys get back to form. Salah now is just really bad. Listen, are they missing money? Yes, because money 
because Manny helped them a lot on the field in pressing, tracking back, dropping into midfield to take this pressure pressure off the midfielders, which in terms allowed them to push up and pin back the opponents. But now they don't have that. So now listen, the team listen, is evolving right now. So club needs time, but also the fact that most of their key players are not in form is actually what is exposing Trent. Should you throw Trent away? No. His defensive lapses is there for everybody to see. But last season, last two seasons, nobody was talking about this because 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 Liverpool, because Liverpool just as a unit, they were well-oiled German machine. So yeah, that's my book. Okay, great, great. I'm gonna take a few more comments. Um Salah was offense Salah today. <laughs> very, quite wicked. Quite, quite wicked. And then um, I guess this is a comment about when I was talking about Tomiyasu. Plays anywhere across the back line, plus the versatility of our defenders has been a huge plus for us this season. I think he's True. right. Um, ben White, who I thought was a center back, I didn't even know he could do other things. He's, I, he hasn't played center back at all for not even half a game this year. Um, ben White has been terribly underrated and long may it continue. I don't need more media hype for our players. And um, shout out to Reese James. If you know, you know. I would even play Trent as a right-sided mid mid midfielder in the midfield three. So I guess very correct, very correct. Harry um, Trent yeah. to Reese and saying that Reese is above Trent currently. Okay. And then last but not least, Liverpool are becoming a normal. I guess he means normal, unless normal means something else. Um, team. The huge problem with. Trent is the fact that his CBs are not even doing the unthinkable, which is what you said. VVD has turned to a normal player, which I predicted when I saw all their ages, all born in 1992, all turning 30 this year. There's a cliff that people fall off of when they hit 30. I thought it would happen next couple of years, but it looks like it's happening now. So, Father time, Abby. It's about time. Someone says, where does Liverpool go from here? Spliff says, they are walking alone home. Uh, <laughs> Liverpool hater. I think it's a Chelsea fan. And you know what Liverpool did to Chelsea last season? Chelsea was trophyless at the hands of Liverpool twice. And last but not least, it was only a matter of time. The soccer they played the last few years was and isn't effective long term. Is it that wasn't effective or it was too much? Was because it was pretty effective, right? Um, they won more than they lost, and they were close a lot of times. They needed it was effective. It was effective, but like they needed new bloods, and they needed okay. to bring them in quickly. The problem with that is, with the way they jugging press and everything, is all food. You don't slow down. You yes. jugging press for a lot of times, but while you do that, you are bound to crash. So like it's uh, you have to keep reoiling the machine replenishing the things which i think that club tried to do it's just that most of these people are just breaking down yeah. like form and money's loss was a huge huge big deal for them and they they've to, not they been pay, able they have hmm? to pay one person i feel like it was like our ozil ozil um alexis sanchez situation we picked one and it sounds like you guys or not you guys liverpool chose man um, salah ahead of money didn't, which was I didn't a bad wish. decision to me, which was a very bad decision. Like, I would have picked Manny. No, but also this, we have to look at it this way. Manny wanted to leave. 
and okay. he made it clear that he wanted to leave for new you know, for new things. I mean, you have Liverpool and you have Bayern Munich. It's 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 a tough decision for you to tell him to stay in Liverpool when there's this Bayern Munich coming, and yeah. and then he has a full chance for him to win even at Bayern, so it's tough. Yeah. yeah. Here's something else. Someone says I think DVD. Anyway, I, I think people are just trolling Liverpool. DVD really. You know this guy typed that on purpose. Sorry, DVD, which is even backwards, is saving himself for World Cup. I haven't decided who I want to win the World Cup yet. Maybe Brazil, but I'll decide. Brazil is winning it. Okay, yeah, because I usually I'm I'm on a winning streak since 2006. I don't want to. I've been on a winning prediction streak, and I can't I can't mess up. Okay. Yeah, so I had to pick the winner basically. It isn't effective long term. Constant press. You need a massive squad. Okay, and this is the norm with Klopp team. Happened to Dortmund. I mean Klopp. I mean Klopp didn't win for the first four years. I mean he's a successful manager, right? You never say he's not successful, but then. He only won one league. I know it's in the in the face of um, City, and then he won. I think he won one of each trophy since he's been in the Premier League. So he's won. He got the, to the finals of the Europa League the first season he came. Okay. I think he got to the Champions League final and lost. I think. Yeah. He lost. But like he's final. been, yeah. So well, I mean, won, he has been he's successful. He's won each of the major titles. He's won the league title. He's won Champions League. He's won Carlin Cup. He's won FA Cup. Um, but he's only won one of each, and it's been seven years. Yeah. I think he should go and find newer ventures. That's me personally. We're tired of him. Didn't, yeah. didn't they win the World Club Championship too? That's not a competition, but I'm sure he won it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, All right. I think we've exhausted our Liverpool talk. They should have always should like. They always should like. Okay, I think he's trying to say they act like. He has 120, which I agree. I think Liverpool fans hype this man up like he's won everything. But again, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna um, really shout. I'm not gonna like denigrate Klopp because I think he's an excellent manager, and I think in the face of Pep and all that money, it's just really impossible to compete. I think he's done very true. Very true. Very true. Okay. And so, also, just one more last point, final point too. Yeah. Plus, it's seven years already, so mm-hmm. we know what Klopp does at year seven. Mm-hmm. But where will he go? I don't know. He leaves after seven years. I know, but where is he gonna go? People got. I think these people are comfortable in the Premier League. I, I've never, I would never have said Pep would be in this league for five years. I thought he was a three and done person. This is almost. There are clubs. There are clubs that will line up for Klopp. Klopp is yeah. still one of the best managers in the world presently. Make no mistake about that. Yeah, but what does he has? Look, man, a manager like Klopp, when he's available. Teams tend to just let their managers go. Please, <laughs> man. Please, man. I, me, I, me, I don't like your face anymore. You're sweating too much. I need you to get off my team. Klopp, please, Klopp, please. So, man, a, a guy like Klopp do not stay jobless for long. Except if he just wants to just chill, chill, chill for one season or so. But make no mistake about it, man. You cannot mention top five to seven managers right now in yes. the league, period. Period. Without mentioning club, absolutely, you'll be, you'll be really lying. So. I will actually go as far as saying in the world, not not even just in the world. Yeah, no, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. I meant in the world. Yeah, I think that's what you meant. I meant in the world. You can't mention seven seven managers right now without mentioning club. So absolutely. yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So we can't we can't take that you know away from you. Yeah. Like I said I, I just think as you know, you and EJ said, I think 
the main thing that they're going through, which is, you know, it gets to a point, you know, diminishing with love, diminishing with unsetting, right? These players are playing at a very, very high level for like what? The past four or five years. Yeah, four or five years. And I mean, really, really high level in all competitions too. And he demands like, his demands and what he expects from these players are so high. Um, I just think he does the team. The team is significantly older, mm-hmm. and even though we think they have depth, if you really look at it and, right. you, and you consider the age, the depth is not really is not is not really there. Yeah. And then injuries. Another thing we're forgetting is injuries. Injuries has not been kind to this team this year. So very true, very true. And one last thing, though. One last thing, though. Look at Man City. The depth from the first team to like the second team, it's not that far. Yeah. Look at Liverpool. The depth from the first team to the second team, brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's the difference. Seven up. Yeah. <laughs> Someone says he can go to Bayern, which I think would be a conflict of interest, but I'm sure he may not care. And then there's Paris, there's Barcelona, there's Germany, there's England. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think Liverpool is at risk of changing their manager. I think they know what they found. I think he can do it again. You just need time to. They need to rebuild again. It's kind of what I said with Arteta. I was like, you know, he needs three years to do anything, turn over the team and play. Which I kept saying, it's kind of like what Klopp did initially. And everyone was like, are you comparing him to Klopp? He's what? I'm like, we don't know if he's worth. He's a young manager. We have no body of work to fall back on. So I wasn't comparing him to Klopp. I was comparing the situation to club situation when he first got to Liverpool. No titles in four years. He turned over the team. It was unre- like uh, you couldn't re- record. It was unrecognizable. And then from the day he walked in to the day they won the first league title or their only league title, and that, you, you know after that they were competing for the next two years. And now it looks like it's time for him to do it again. If anyone can do it, I back him to do it. And Joanna is saying that. They need, yeah, are they ready to spend money? The answer is no, because Liverpool has American owners who are stingy and they're not going to spend money, so we don't know. All right, I'm going to move on to the next topic. Oh, sorry, I'm going to take his comments. This is Prince. So he's the Facebook user. Got it. Okay, he's the hater, but he's one of us, Arsenal people, so it's all right. All right, who's more critical? This is the last Arsenal question I'll talk about. Who's more critical to Arsenal, Partey or Gabi Jesus? Just one word answer. I think this is a simple question. Actually, it may not be that simple. It's, for me, I don't think it's simple. Though. For me, it's not simple. It's actually it's, very, it's, very... It's I'll one of the most complicated questions. Oh. Uh, Partey to me. And the reason I'm picking because he is... Everything you people do that is good, when he plays, starts from him. He makes everybody around him better and he makes everybody around him raise their level of performance. Like this, when you're in midfield and you play with so much, so much just confidence and it shows, the people around you make runs. People are much more confident to actually play better because they have this guy that they're looking at that says, hey, yeah, provided he's on the field. We have a chance of winning the game. With a Suze, yes, you have a chance of winning the game. No, but without the Suze, you are still going to score goals. Yeah. Because you have you have an informed Saka, informed Martinelli. 
and and inform everybody around you guys is informed but if anything shall happen to party that is your engine room and your core that holds everything together if anything happens happens to that spine then now over time over time though you start seeing lapses and lack of yeah so that's that i think everyone in the comments agree with you guys they think it's a simple answer and it's party i think we're just afraid to say someone like me is afraid to say jesus is not important obviously we're not saying that we're saying that party is more valuable jesus is e i think i think it's been a great acquisition I said, I'm, I'm not without parties, Everton. Well, I don't know if we're that bad. Because <laughs> uh, wow. no. <laughs> wow. the drop is huge. The next person after Partey is El Nani. El Nani's unfit. I don't think he's coming back to next year. And um, the next person is Lokonga. So Lokonga is not as reliable. Let's put it that way. Partey he's is young. Yeah, he's young. And I think he may he's get really him. young. Yeah. But he's not really as. Young. He's not Partey. He can't even. He just does a good job. He doesn't go above what you need him to do. And we kind of saw that with United. He's very safe. Um, literally, the only game we lost was the game party with him. So um, I think that answer, yeah, it's probably party, but I love Jesus. I think he's, I think a player like him is going to get us, I just thought about it, I was like, he's going to get us more fouls called. People see him as a legit threat. You know, he goes down, the referee, referees believe him. And I'm coming from it as a person who has a lot of referee bias. I can see that he's going to get us a lot of calls, so I like that. But apart from that, he's just relentless, like Energizer Buddy. Um, like today, he was still running like a crazy person at the 90th minute. I, I think they took him off like five minutes to go, but like they took him off at the 90th minute. But yeah, he still had energy, could have kept playing. I was a little bit scared too today, actually, for him when he went down, because he wasn't moving. I was actually very oh, yeah, scared. Oh, yeah, the first one, yeah. And I wasn't even sure if they should have let him back on. You know, honesty, because he wasn't moving. But hey, shout out to all the medics. We thank God he's you know back. Um, I I see it. Um, I agree with both of you. And and the real answer, just by looking and looking at historically how Arsenal's season goes from being a very good season. Oh, we will make the top four, and then all of a sudden we disintegrate. The the biggest role since Vieira left that literally plagued Arsenal for years is not having someone like Partey. The, the few players that came, um, sorry, not having someone like Vieira. Um, the, the players that came close to filling that role, Gilberto Silva, he tried his best. The only other player that came close but injury ruined him, but I still felt he was an excellent player, was Diaby. 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 Okay. Um, the now the reason why Arsenal is starting to make sense, in my own opinion, is two reasons. One, the introduction of Pate. That first season, I think injury plagued him. Also, you know, new, 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 new league. It looks like even in Atletico, I think he had injury problems. Yeah, they said he was. Yeah, and also, if you guys remember the first season, there wasn't really a very, very Pate and Zaka were not in sync yet. They didn't trust each other. But go back and watch them now. It's almost like they're twins. Like one person fall, goes forward, the person, the next person falls back automatically. It's almost like they're working in sync now. And yeah. it's almost, that's why even with Zaka, we're like, ah, hey, 
this same Zaka from last season or two seasons ago. Yeah. So the the straight answer is it is party, but there are also some in, there's a lot of intangibles that Jesus brings, like yeah. even things that you don't see necessarily. Oh, of course, positioning. Of course. I'm scared. Either one of them goes, but the main person, if Pate goes, that's the end. We're not even having this conversation. Because guess what? Jesus will not even see the ball. We <laughs> can't continue with this discussion. The guy said Jesus will not see the ball. He will not. He won't get to him. Some more comments. Will. Are lively. Someone says, any other number six will walk into our team if you take Pate out. And that's why he's saying ever we are Everton without him. I guess that's his point. Basically, we don't have a good replacement for him. Um, Parte is our Gilberto Silva and I guess Denilson. I think he's joking because don't mention this guy's name. Um, everyone for you guys. Vieira, but Gilberto, uh, what can I say that name? Gilberto made Vieira tick. And then Zinchenko. And Fabregas, too. Fabregas, my guy. Um, Zinchenko is key to Zach Shaka play. Which Zinchenko, I don't know. Was he always injury prone? He hasn't played two games. Not necessarily. Yet. Not necessarily. He's not injury prone. But you have to look at it like this with Shaka. And that is strictly on the coach. The coach actually now said that they're going to move him up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Where, like, you know, the last season he was sitting back. He was like, yeah. you guys' brains. He was like, you guys' brains to the team. Quarterback, dish out, and everything. So now that you have this guy, Pate, now you're now saying Shaka. Most of your mistakes that you do was just closer to was closer to our own box. We are not going to let you stay there. We're going to just push you up, and then we now give you the freedom. That freedom he has from the left has changed him totally. You are now seeing a Shaka that plays for Switzerland, yeah. not then the Shaka that plays for yeah Liverpool last season. So this we have to credit the coach for that too as well. You know, for seeing that and making that adjustment, and so far it has been working. The combination that that in this that I've seen is it's like your midfield is a three. There's like a seamless a transition that is working. Pate, Shaka, and and the guys captain. I forgot his name. Odegaard. Odegaard. There's a seamless transition there. Well, like this, and they both do rotate sometimes. So yeah, yeah. yeah I give that to Ateta too. That's a very very good job, Ateta, right there. I agree with you, Yemi, and I and I and 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 he Yemi did make um, mention of this point to um, EJ earlier, which is yes, moving him forward has literally covered a lot of the errors, and now there's something it's his it's we're playing to his strength, yeah. right? Okay. His strength has always been to be a very good distributor. Everybody has always if there's one thing everybody always raved about Zaka was that he was he's able to distribute well. And you can see what he's doing when he's in the front foot. Now he also has pacey, um fast players that play of him. Yeah. Yeah. Very so true. he makes him look and then he, he he's not defending as much as he used to. And that yeah. whoever is playing that three is covering him a lot. It's covering yeah. him. So Yami is right with that with that assessment, in my opinion. Okay, and this will be the last comment I take before we move on. We actually play three, two, two, three on attack, especially when Zini is playing. That's okay. true. Yes, Ay. Though I'm not sure who he's talking about. Oh, he's talking about Prince. Yes. Okay. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Let's move on to our next topic. We've exhausted Arsenal and praised them enough. Don't let it get to our heads. All right. Everton versus Manchester United. Key talking points. I actually watched the match today, but I'll let Yemi talk. 
what do you think about the match? How do you feel? Who was your man of the match? My man of the match, I don't have one, I have two. It's between Shaw and it's a Casimiro. Now, now it has since been long that I've seen us win win a game like this. We're like we're powered up, we're like we we're like we dominate, just for the most part, until like the 15 minutes to the end of the game, some to fifth. And then in most cases, we're like we're under well like well appear like well well appear like pretty much we are defending and then like and then like they don't score us in this game i actually saw us fight i saw us track back i saw us tackle and then for the most part we actually dominated the game and that's what i liked sure sure really doesn't surprise me because because in the beginning of the season he was trash malasia came and benched him Bashed him for like a lot of games, and then he knew that he had to come back and and then this make his strides. He has been back now. The three games he's played for us, he has really played well. Today, Shaw was pretty pretty much immense for us. Casemiro just brought that maturity in that midfield. He brought that this composure and this confidence. He made some mistakes. One of the mistakes he made led led into the goal that he scored. No, but at the end of the day, I can see that he needs time to get to know like everybody around him and how the league moves. This is a very, very this quick league, and you have this and players that are running at you directly yeah. from different places. So this this is different from Spain. Spain, where like you take your time. A lot of teams don't really rush you, but here everybody's rushing you. Everybody's a speedy machine. So man, before you hold the ball, you have two, three people running at you. So now he needs to get he needs to get a hold of that. Listen, over time we will see actually a better team because Casemiro is there. But like man, I give it to the team, I give it to the coach, and then I give it to Lampard too because he switched some he switched some things to in the next half, and then like they played really well. So yeah, I'm just happy that we won the game with the way we won it. We've never won a game like that in a very very long time. In most cases, we just draw the game or probably we'll lose it. We'll concede at the end. And yeah, so that's that. Great. Henry, do you have anything to add? Yeah, so I actually saw um, part of the game because um, I was seeing patients in between. Um, one thing, you know, obviously a team of Manchester United's caliber is after, you know, last week's um, scoreline, you expect that they're able to churn out a good performance like right away to get back on the Anyway, so that's one thing I credit them for. Um, they they look more um, the possessions in possessions. I think they had more possessions. I think it was about sixty to forty. Um, so that paid off over time. They looked more um, stable and composed defensively compared to their other you know games in recent times. Um, uh, I, I think the the only downside for me for them today was just the injury. Um, to um, is it Marshall? Marshall got injured, right? Yeah, got injured. Yeah. That's, that's the only downside. Yeah. But you know, as as with every other team that rebuilds, and there's no other team that knows this, you know, more than Arsenal. It's it's a very painful and rigorous, long process to rebuild. I think Manu will get there, and I think you know there'll be good times, there'll be bad times, and then right. today, well, today just shows you that there's still something in the team. They still fight. Uh, Obviously, there will be ups and downs, and, that, and that's just what you get when you're rebuilding. 
Yeah. Can I say something to that, please? Yeah, go on. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned a guy which was just a crucial, Marcio. It's um, when he left the game, the game changed. Initially, when he was in the game, he dropped it. He helped. He helped us in. He helped us in transitioning. I'm sorry, helped us in transitioning the ball from the midfield straight down to the attack. But one thing he did this team that I really liked was, in most cases when we play, we are really left side, left side heavy. So this, when he's not on the field, most of our balls generally just go to the left. So like whenever they pass the ball down to the right, uh, Dalot is almost like he's by himself with so much space, but with nobody helping out. Mm-hmm. What Martial did was he noticed that and sometimes he would drop down to the space between the right and you know, in the midfield so that this, he can help us just transition the ball up forward. When he left, the game now started becoming like a decent transition game, a counter-attack for the most part, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, because we miss a guy like that. We are going to miss him a lot because when he's on the field, we tend to play better. It's like we retain the ball a little bit better. We move the ball a little bit better. And then he does not have any stress in dropping into midfield or to the right and to the left and help his players move forward. My prayer is... All this niggle, all like all this niggle stuff, don't hold him back so much because because if he's fit for us, we have a better chance of making top four. Yes, I said it. We have a way better chance of making top four with a fit Masha. Ronaldo, on the other hand, uh, I'm glad that he got his 700 goal. My prayer now is he now tends to play more this in team, more team this football because like. Lately, he has not been playing well because you can see that he's just been a little too selfish. Mm-hmm. But now that he scored his goal, I just pray that he helps the team move up better and not be as selfish as before. But yeah, kudos to the coach too as well, you know, for making the right subs too as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really have much to add. I think it's nice for them to for well. Is it nice? It is something for you guys to win. <laughs> When I building, right? So get these points, you need all the points you can get. Um, every team does, right? And you guys got mm-hmm. three. Um, mm-hmm. I did, I, I saw the game, I saw the early goal, and I knew there was so much time left. Obviously, it will be that was a great goal by Wobi, really then, good. Yeah, afterwards, they didn't really do much because you guys did not allow them to do much, right? I think you guys took that personally and you know, pressed and everything, did what you had to do. Anthony came back, got that first goal, and then. Ronaldo's goal is also really good too. I thought it was well, like well taken goal. Yeah. So it's good for him, like you said, seven hundred goals. But I, I do agree with you that you know he does have to maintain the minimal role of the team. I don't know how that's going, what that's going to look like if Martial is, um, unfit. Uh, so he may now be starting all your games, which make me happy because you guys are going to look funny, which is okay. Um, but yeah. But okay, okay, good, good, good. We're gonna jump into one of our few the. This will be a quick podcast today. All right. Um, Holland. We have to talk about Holland today because he scored 20, <sighs> He scored his 20th goal for the club before October. I don't know. We haven't even hit mid-October, so it makes no sense. In all competitions, right? Break the EPL goal yes, score and by how much? What? What's the question? Do you think he'll break the EPL goal scoring? I guess they mean like the the record. And by how much? Now, I don't know what the record is. I assume it's in the 40s. Is it up to 40? I don't know who scored the most goals in one season. Um, but 
I think he's going to clear whatever record there was. I think I think, I think so because of the guy is just a perfect cheat code. You know, there's, I mean, this City was dominating the league without a striker for the past four or five years. At least not like a striker like him. Right. Last season, they got to the Champions League semifinal, right? Without a striker. Last two seasons, they got to the Champions League final with a striker that was not playing much. No. You have this in services. You have an inform Foden. You have an inform De Bruyne. You have an inform. Everybody on the team is inform. So, man, you have Mr. Delivery Whippy Whippy. Like this in KDV. Now, this whatever he touches right now is just gold. And then you're now putting Haaland, who is Python striking a very... Yeah, sorry, like, uh, I think I lost you guys there for a second. So, yes, I think he's going to break the record. I, we, the way it's going, so I won't be shocked if he scores 55 goals this season at the minimum. If he keeps going the way they go. Oh, no, listen, in all competition, I see him scoring 60. Okay. Easy. You meant 55 in the Premier League? What? Premier League, no, 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 no. no. Premier League, maybe like this one. Uh, about or 45 40. Okay. with these services that he's getting oh boy yeah. is getting soft serve stuff served to him on a platter of gold man all he yeah. does need to do is one touch yeah but he's not controlling he's not dribbling it's just one touch and the ball is in man with KDB he missed, and what he missed yesterday i was laughing i was like ah he missed this is easy one kdb just gave slotted in the pass and he was right there he missed it but i was like most of his goals good. yeah but yeah this, if you that. look at most of his goals most of his goals are one touch one yes. touch, two touch. Max, one touch, two touch. It's not like Manchester United. They have to control, dribble, and caress and call the ball. Most of his goals are one touch, bang, in, bang, in. So that team is unbeatable. The only team that can beat Man City is Man City. Yeah. In this league, at least, at least for sure. Well, according to Pep, he says Arsenal is <laughs> Arsenal is on top of City. Therefore, they are better. There's one team Alan that's better than City right now. Okay. Holland needs to be tried at the Hague. Ha ha ha. <laughs> I don't know about that, but yeah, I think he needs to be deported. That's what I would say. I <laughs> um, okay. No, I think, I think, I mean, I think usually what's the average um, scores is usually 23, 25 goals for most so of the. Years. It's been 23. Yeah, 23, 22. You know how many. In the league? Yeah, also for, yeah, in the league. Golden Boots. Yeah, Golden Boots. Like, Golden Boots. He scored twenty-two goals. Yeah, twenty-three, twenty-two. Oh, yeah. Young, I think, was twenty-three, twenty-two. Yeah, yeah. and oh, Kane, no. I think. Um, so Kane was twenty-eight. Max. Yeah, but but do you know what he's on right now in the EPL? Fifteen. Fifteen. So do we? And it's to, not even half the season yet. Do we really need to have this conversation. <laughs> Homeboy is scoring forty. Yeah. Easy without no injury. Even if there's injury to this in KDB, homeboy is going for this season. Easily. With the way they create chances, oh man, they create about like 20 minimum of 15 chances a game. At the minimum right now. Yeah. Between 12 to 15 chances a game. Most of them go to Haaland. Haaland has not had one guy 
that can stop him. Haaland is the perfect cheat code. If you're a defender and you're facing Haaland, you're already shitting in your pants because there's really nothing you can do to stop this dude. He is strong. He is physical. He has good feet. This guy can touch the ball five times in the whole game and score three goals. What do you do to that? Yeah, do do I, to that? See, I, I agree with you. I see him as a hybrid um, between, um, and, and these two comparisons is going to be weird, but uh, a little bit of an Ibrahimovic mix with a Bergkamp, right? Um, because mix with a Bergkamp? Yeah, a, a Bergkamp, like Arsenal's Bergkamp, like because of how mobile oh. he is, right? Every, you know, you don't get to see players like that often. Right and 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 this guy is strong, <laughs> so aerial battles he's winning, and he's not scared. Um, yeah, we're, we're in trouble because we're all in this for a very long time. <laughs> That's why I said needs to go. I keep saying that. Oh, we are uh, because think about it. Even even if, as Yemi said, even if he loses some key supplies from maybe the midfield. They, they have people who could they can plug in to plug the holes. Yes. He's still gonna get service. So well, my just, guy, please. my guy, this guy. There was a match I saw. I think he touched the ball like six times in total and scored three goals. How dare you? That is like he's a mixture of Van Nistelrooy, an informed Van Nistelrooy in the box, which means anything within that box area he is scoring. Yeah. As in, and then and then he now has a speed of like a Thierry Henry flash speed. He's not the quickest over yards, but like he has that quick pace that will bust you. He just needs an opening, just a chance for him to let that shot rip. Extremely sound with both feet, with the head too. And you have KDB, Foden, Grealish, yeah. Gondogan, uh, Cancelo from here. What? He's, he's technically sound. I, I agree with you. And as I said, the moment I knew we were all in trouble was the when he got his third hat, hat trick. I was like, yeah, it's a wrap. Yeah. Because I was one of those few players. Obviously, I knew how good he was. But I just, I always, I'm always of this opinion that there's something about the physicality of the Premier League that in your first season, sometimes for most players, it takes them a full year to fully acclimate. But this guy hit the ground running like yeah, he's been he, doing it. He, with the way he plays, if you watch the way he plays, he's tailor made for this league. Oh. He's tailor made for the league. He's physical. Homeboy does not mind fighting you on the sideline. He is tailor made for his physicality, is built. This guy is a pure Viking in the purest of form. I think his bloodline, I think his bloodline is from Ragnar Lofbrok. <laughs> His brother is from tall. This guy, like I, he's he's the best right now. As of as of yeah. strikers right now, in the world. Yeah. As of if I'm picking one right now, if I'm if I'm starting a team and I'm picking a striker right now, listen, Itata, Itata, Itata is going to kill me for this. And it's not close, by the way. You know when we're saying, I don't think it's even close. The closest person maybe you mentioned next to this guy is maybe Mbappe, but you can't. They're setting things this guy does. Lewandowski, bro. Lewandowski, you know, man. Yeah, maybe. Lewandowski. Do not forget Lewandowski. With yeah, okay, those what three. With Baka. What yeah, those three. But you can okay. tell this guy is on a different level. Oh, yeah. And then he's young. Yeah. Lewandowski's 33, right? 34? Yeah, Lewandowski's 1989 or 88. He's, he's, gonna he's still killing him. He's still yeah, killing him. He scores in almost every game. Yeah, that means they're getting older. But yeah. this guy's 22. He's like, so that means we have to. Does he even know where near his peak? 
just so you know, he, <laughs> act, he, he, even there's certain things you see him, he, he does it just based on his pure talent, right? His natural giving abilities. So imagine when he gets to the point where he understands yeah. when to pick his time. It's going to even be a different proposition for all teams. May I blame, may I blame the league? I blame the EPL governing bodies for allowing this thing to happen. It's just like it's just like you go play basketball now. You now Michael Jordan is on one team. You want Charles Barkley, and you now want you now want Stockton and Isaiah Thomas and Magic Johnson on one team. Who do you think is going to win for the next decade? I'm telling you, City. If City, I see City dominating for another with Haaland alone and with this team. They're going to win three leagues. They're going to win the minimum of three leagues in a row. Someone There's said nobody close. The consolation is that KDB is 31, which is true. I mean, he's climbing up the hill. I don't know if he's down yet, but we'll see. He's that guy is ascending. Down. That yeah. guy is ascending. He has every reason. He has every reason man, for him to stay fit. Why? Oh, man. This guy's about to destroy this. Destroy this. Uh, the goal scoring chap, Haaland. Yes. Don't don't you think that this and KDB wants to be this you know, a part of that show? Let me yeah. just be sliding you the passes. You can be scoring the most goals. Then <laughs> my stats will be rising. <laughs> Twenty nine assists this season. Yeah. Thirty yeah. assists this. Man, KDB is going nowhere. What we'll notice is that they're going to be very dissatisfied with the fans themselves. Are going to be dissatisfied with only winning the league. So they're going to even the other domestic championship. People always want what they don't have. They will want that Champions League. And if they don't deliver, that's going to be a problem. And I, there's no guarantee. I just want knockoff games. There's no guarantee, even with a Haaland. So, we'll see. Oh, yeah, Henry, I cut you off. Sorry. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, you know, when you have a player like Haaland, too, in a way, it, it, it puts um, less pressure on even people like De Bruyne. I, the amount of things he would have been doing without a player like the uh, without a player like Haaland would be more, right? We'll be expecting to also score goals, chipping and no, he does he can be on shield level right now. Just keep supplying, supply as you just load up the stats and, and he's good with that. Right? Every now and so and let me so let me say this too also but tactically City last season teams do like to listen or play them high. So they some teams do push them up a little bit into midfield and try and see this if they can break the lines right now you can't do that because with Holland, teams are forced now to play back to play almost in front of their defensive line is almost in front of their box because of Holland. you cannot push up and most defenders you need an average of minimum two guys on Holland steady because he's physically strong enough to match up with two guys so now if a left back or your right back and Haaland is within your side and is roaming around your side you're not bombing forward though. you are not bombing forward you're staying back which means city now has that time to actually move up the field the thing is city has not gotten out of gear one the only time they got out of gear one was when they play manchester united where they got into gear this in two and a half <laughs> Yeah. and destroyed us yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was good two and a half they wanted yes, to send a message yes, giving it for us now oh no i don't trust me yeah, do i don't yes, so we have something for them saliba who who got saliba. 
the guy will use saliva to drink gari, to drink gari and fried fish without sugar inside. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. Incidentally, someone said Haaland is the only Norwegian that eats fufu. Very true. I think that may be true. Uh, uh, very true. All right. Uh, last but not least, we're going to... Um, where is I? Kudos and donkey of the week. What do you guys think? Where are your, who gets your kudos for the whole weekend? My kudos goes to Martinelli. I think at some point they need to drug test that guy because the way that guy, hey, like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. They need to test him on a regular. And I'm not even saying this as a joke. The way he runs, even at 80-something minutes, I'm like, bro, I, I, he's serious, but yeah. bro. <laughs> uh, so he gets my kudos for his walk rate. Yeah. I, I, I just, I, I mean... Um, my donkey is just going to be a slight backhand to Liverpool because before the match, um, their club, um, their coach said he has a special treatment for us and it looks like we were the one that served him breakfast this time around so he can manage the donkey of the day. <laughs> okay, I like that, I like that. What about you, Yemi? Uh, kudos of the week goes to Casemiro and Manchester United. The ability for us to bounce back from that heavy defeat from City to actually not play so so great but be able to stand and then we stand uh, pressure to win the game against liverpool at at not liverpool against the liverpool team that lately they've been growing in form that is a very very good thing donkey of the week the two people two teams psg and liverpool psg strictly because of mbappe i'm not an mbappe hater okay. but like there's no Messi, and you guys can score, no goal, yeah. and a stinginess to actually show the game too. In their game, they played yesterday. There were passes he had that he didn't make. And at this point, and I'm beginning to see that. I hope this Mbappe learns this lesson quickly that he needs the team. Mm. He needs the team just for them to move forward in the Champions League. They are built to win the Champions League. It's Champions League or bust right. for PSG as his Champions League or boss for Man City. So this Mbappe needs to get that right and begin to play that. Look, this I don't have to score 20 goals. If Neymar plays well and Messi play well and I play well, we stand a better chance of us winning. If he keeps going, this is stingy route and not passing when he needs to pass. I doubt no matter what good things the coach is doing, if that team is going to go past the quarterfinal. Mardo Donkey is Liverpool, simply because they're Liverpool. And I'm so happy. Nobody's more happier than me that Liverpool is getting whooped right now. Because <laughs> I do have some Liverpool friends that don't give me peace. <laughs> now, now my phone has chilled. Nobody's buzzing my calls. So the only thing I know is I can't wait for this in city to give to give the gunners their own deserve this punishment. <laughs> I don't know when that Gunners game is coming. They had to reschedule it, but I'm not sure when it's going to be played. I don't think they put it back on the calendar yet. Uh, someone said Martinelli is a distant relative of Kyle Walker. Kyle Walker, I assume he's talking about the energy, which I will. I think I'll give him my my kudos too because I definitely I think it was the man of the match. Just a lot of energy, and we've kind of seen over a stretch of games he's he's taking hold of that position, even though we don't really have anyone else to play it. Um, but you know, last season and the other seasons, every small thing, clutches his knees out for two weeks. Like he was 
I don't know if it was injury prone though. He just had one injury that wasn't making him play. And then Arteta wasn't selecting him. I think they just needed him to grow. And then boom. I think Arteta was smart with the way he used he okay. used Martinelli. I think Arteta, if Arteta had his way, he would have done all the same thing for Saka too. My thing is with Saka, I pray that he does not pick quickly. Yeah, because yeah. Saka because Saka is beginning to play all your games he's playing. Yeah, he's there's a new team. guy you yeah, there's a new guy you guys got got on the right. I forgot his name. He Mike plays Jones. from the right. Yeah, Mike Angels. Yeah. I think he needs to be brought in into the team slowly. No, 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 no. I saw him play one Europa League game. Yeah, yeah, he can play. Boy, yeah. And boy, I'm like, Jesus Christ, what is wrong with you asking how people are getting all these gems? Why are you getting them from? But the guy can play. But, but, you know, but this Martinelli, I think he was smart with Martinelli, bringing in Martinelli. And then you can see when Martinelli plays, he plays with this feistiness and hunger because he's been stabbed yeah. of games. Yeah. But I think that this Ateta used that as his joker. I'm going to starve you for games so much so that when you get on the field, you begin to understand that, brother, if you mess up, you're going to see that bench is waiting for you. Your name is written on that bench. You have to convince me that you don't have to. And you know, you also remember that, uh, what's this guy? The guy that normally would play this on the left last season. Yes, he used sir. to play as your 10. Yeah, yes, he used to play as your 10. Uh, what's it his name? Totally... Smith Rowe. Yes, Smith Rowe. Yeah. Smith Rowe too, this is coming back. And when he comes, then this, there's competition. No, competition. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's out for like two months. Yeah, he's, he did surgery. He had surgery on his gun, the groin. Very good player. Very good player. Very good player. Um, but yeah, my my someone's gonna say this. Big up my Arsenal brother and sister. Blessing a good win. Ha ha ha. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, before I say my donkey of the week, I want to say his donkey of the week is the juju on Martial. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, I definitely think there's something up. And I think it was done by Pogba. I don't think we can say this. Aha. <laughs> but yeah. no. The Babala we use this in Congo. Eh? <laughs> There's something going on. I hope he gets fit. I've always liked Martial. I think when we sold Alexis Sanchez to you guys, it was Martial I wanted to come, not Mkhitaryan. And that was just a bad deal both ways. Anyway. And I blame Mourinho for that. Oh, yeah. It's completely Mourinho. Um, but my, my donkey is Liverpool. I think not just because I think they should have done better than they did, even today. Um, yes, we gave them a lot of trouble. They edged us in possession, but that's because they had that spell in the middle of the first half that was just ready to killing us, peppering us. But apart from that, we, we had more shots. We're in their box more, like they said we almost doubled their, our presence. Our presence in their box was double their presence in ours. And so that tells you for all the possession they had, it was not probably meaningful possession, quote unquote. And also when Klopp shut down shop, I, I looked at the, the watch, not the watch, the clock, 68 minutes is when he said he took out Salah. He either took out Jota or Henderson, I can't remember, and put brought in Fabinho and Konate. And I was like, dang, I've never, even us, we don't shut up shop, shut down shop that early. That's 20 minutes left in the game. And you're like, you don't think you can produce anymore. You want to hold on to a draw or hold on for a draw. Never seen him do that. I don't think anyone has. Um, so that tells you that they knew what they were facing. And we went on and we got that penalty, which like I said, everyone thinks it's soft. But I said before, it's all good. <laughs> but yes. So they're the donkeys of the week for 
they always under well they underestimated us with good reason, but I think we got our own today too. I'm happy we did. But yeah. So before we go off, did any of you have anything else to add? I think we have come to the end of our podcast. So listen, so I have a question. Yeah. Somebody asked me this question today, so I'm gonna ask you guys. It's a quick it's a quick answer. The question is make a case. You can't say no, you have to make a case. Make a case for Klopp being one of the best coaches in the world right now. The world? In the world right now. Okay, well, that's easier than seeing the history. Okay. Hmm. So that's the question. So this, if you guys can, if you guys can chime in. See, I had to do it and it was like, you cannot tell me no. You have to find a reason. Okay. There's no wrong reason or right reason. Just right. find a reason why he is the best coach in the world right now. So make a case. You can't even say doing it with the players he has, because the players he has should be doing producing better results. But okay. I think I I think I'll go with the style of the style they're playing. They're I think they're committed to keeping their style of play, pressing, possession, and pace. Like they're they're really keeping to that still. And it's always good to watch and it can be effective if the personnel take their chances. I just think everyone is off form, like you guys said earlier. But yeah, it looks good. Like they, they don't look bad. Like today, like I said, that they I think they they look good enough to do more than they did to score, but they just look more. They look good. Okay. Good. It's kind of hard. All right. That's cool. That's, that's the same thing I would say. Just tactically, you can still tell, like, tactically, he's still very sound. He's just not getting results, and it just happens sometimes. The problem is, right now, a lot of the Premier League, um, well, injuries, and also teams know how to play him now. Sure. You know? But tactically, you still can't deny how, how, how good he is. Like, you know, you could tell spells when Arsenal looked dodgy. Right, yeah, we can't we can't assume. There were times when the two goals we considered, we 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 fell asleep. Yes, and they and you would pay a price when you when you play a team like Liverpool, and that's just a testament to right. his style and you know his his prowess in the team. Yeah, ninety percent of the team, you fall asleep, you may not suffer. Like the, they're not going to score. Like there's some teams I'm not afraid of. Like I'll give you twenty chances if you want, and I'm not afraid you're going to score against them. Which is true. And then and then one more thing is he has helped change the scope of this league tactically and everything. There was a time when Club came and the way he played was news to everybody. Everybody was shocked. So like because of him now, teams are now beginning to press more than before, I think. There's I don't have any data or stats to see this. But I know that when he over time, teams now started Pressing, pressing as hard as they do. Maybe, maybe not as hard as they do. Nobody's pressing now started becoming something of a norm for most teams. Right. Even Bondi at some point in time was pressing. Bondi, <laughs> because of because of what this club did to the league. So he has helped change the culture of the league. And and this it's not just mere mere coaches that do that. Right. If you can come to a league and change, he changed the culture of the league in Germany. He did. He changed the culture of the league that Bayern Munich now had to figure out a way of them just beating Klopp. 
half, like this half that won the league twice in a row. So now later, he now came to the league, this our league, and he changed it too. So yeah, so that's why have this that is my own say. Yeah, I feel like you would say Arsene Wenger changed it in 98, 99, yeah. around that area. Like, so people, well, there's so many eras. And yeah, yeah. He, eras. he is definitely one of the eras of the Premier League that you have to give him credit for. If someone said, EJ, give us ESR now. I don't bet you before. Oh, have you? I did not know. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, I think we're good. I think we're good. Thank you guys for coming. And I apologize for Ryan not being able to hang with us, but I think we represented Liverpool pretty well. We did a good job talking about the game. Um, did we? I, <laughs> we did what we could. But yes, thank you both for coming on. And like I said earlier, make sure you guys check out our um, social media handles. We're going to be back next week with more football talk. All right. See y'all next time. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye. Always Bye.